0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of Rub the Wrong Way, a podcast for massage professionals. I'm Christy, your host, and I'm really excited about this one today, guys. Uh, We do these Ask an Expert lives in my massage Q&A group on Facebook, and they are super fun. Uh, and I've been trying to get this gentleman, Mr. Rob Orr, to come onto my show for about 18 months now. And it's been a bit of a nightmare getting um, a time together that works for the two of us. But we finally made time and we I finally sat down with him and had a conversation about all things Rob. Now, Rob's a really skilled therapist. He spent a lot of time in the industry. He was an early adopter for the Myotherapy Advanced Diploma of Myotherapy. Sorry, my words aren't working today. But he was an early adopter of the, the, of the Advanced Diploma. Um, he's done a whole bunch of postgraduate education and he is currently becoming a McKenzie therapist, which was part of the reason why I really wanted to talk to him because McKenzie is not something I'd ever heard about or had ever Um, had any experience in and so I really wanted for an opportunity for him to highlight uh what the Mackenzie method was all about and how it might be something that you guys want to add to your toolbox as well if if you so desire uh so all of the contacts for Rob uh, will be in the show notes uh, and you can can get in contact with him via Facebook or you can uh, have a conversation with him via email or you can go and visit him at his clinic where he's working in Melbourne. If you're in the Melbourne kind of metro area, he's more than happy to have a conversation with you and have a bit of a chat and help you guys out. So I hope you enjoyed this Ask an Expert Live uh, on Rubbed the Wrong Way here and I'll see you at the end. Welcome to Rub the Wrong Way, a podcast for massage professionals. Each week, we undrape the taboo topics of massage therapy life, go deep on industry issues, and help you discover practice-building tips and tricks from industry experts. Grab your laundry basket and join your host, Christy Melling, as we strip down, bear all, and help you get rubbed the right way. Here we oh, go. There we go. Uh-oh. Here we go. You're Hang on, sideways. Let me... Is that better? That's way better. <laughs> That's you. Right. That's your face. Awesome.
1: All right. We've got it. We've got it going. I'll just put my disc up, down.
0: Is it a standing desk?
1: Yeah, I'm sitting at the moment, but um, it's a nice sort of hydraulic standing desk, which is quite good for the old back and neck.
0: Nice. It surely is. Welcome to the Massage Q&A group live stream, Ask an Expert. It has. This has been a ridiculously long time in the making for the two of us to actually get on a conversation where I talk to you. I met I met you at the conference last year in Hobart. And I think that was the first time we hooked up. That's right. And we met there and we and Absolutely. I was like, wanna get this guy on my show. And it's taken over a year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we finally got there though. We finally got we there.
0: <laughs> finally. Finally. So, let's start out. Um, John's saying, hey, Rob, long time no see. Hi, John. How's it going? Hey, John. John Duncan. How are you, mate? Awesome. So, let's ask a couple of questions. Let's get started. Um, so, who are you? What are your special skills? Let's start with the Rob Orr story.
1: The Rob Orr story. All right, mm. right. where to start? Where to start? Oh, so I suppose I first started... Back in uh, 1995, when I first uh, uh, studied sports science back in, back in Auckland, I never sort of knew what I really wanted to do, but I always knew I wanted to be in, in the fitness industry anyway, at least, um, and I wanted to help people, people out their injuries and pain. So, so, of course, the marks weren't probably good enough at school, so you had know, to get into a, uh, a course uh, straight away, like a bachelor like, course. Uh... Yeah, oh dear. I should have worked a bit harder, but that's all right. <laughs> Uh, so Hi, I did apply applied. Yeah, oh, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? It'd be nice. <laughs> that's all right. So I did. I did a play with sport, applied sports studies, and that was really good. That sort of you know got got the ball rolling, got me into the right direction. Uh, ran a personal training business for a while, and I really enjoyed that. But then I started to come across a lot of clients who were asking me questions about specific injuries and rehab and. Look, I could do some basic stuff, but that was really about it. So I thought it'd be quite nice one day maybe to be able to answer those questions and and pursue that line of work. So after a few years and um, I sort of thought, well, I'll go, I'll go back to uni and went to RMIT in two thousand and did the advanced diploma in myotherapy. Cool. It was three years continuously. Yeah. So it wow. was quite cool, met some good people. Yeah, it's a bit different back then. Well now I think it's sort of it's broken up, isn't it? Well it was broken up, but but it was three years full time. Yeah. Um, the Avant Diploma, and that, that was really good. So that was from 2000 to the end of 2002.
0: Yeah, was yeah. three
1: years full-time? Yeah. Uh, and met some great people, you know, met some really good supervisors, um, had, a, had a quite a few mentors back then, like Luke Binky, um, who was just fantastic, and gentleman named Tibor Bocca. Uh, just amazing skills on these, these gentlemen and very modest people too. Uh, so it was great to be around them. Uh, the whole time, and other staff members too, of course. And then I did some postgrad after that. Um, managed to get into a postgrad course at RMIT in the chiropractic department. Not chiropractic, but just in the department. And that was musculoskeletal management. Uh, that, that was actually really awesome. I thought it really complemented my therapy course really, really well because it really yeah. focused on individual diagnoses and uh, other modalities of treatment. Yeah, I thought it was a really good combination, eh? Uh, cool. Work really well. I think it's changed See, now a little bit, but, but yeah, so that's sort of.
0: That's a pretty early, like, I know, I mean, the, the advanced dip of myotherapy is really starting to come into sort of the forefront now of the educational standard. But 2000, I mean, that's seven, you know, that's a good <laughs> while ago. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 2002, like, we're looking at a good sort of 15 years ago. So you're a really early adopter for the old myotherapy kind of style of things as opposed to where i've come from which is the remedial massage side of things so how do you see the do you know much about the different like what the differences kind of would be between myo and remedial or like what's like do you know sort of see how much of a difference that has become or i think sort of
1: the main difference i suppose if you you broke it up into uh, education it was approximately now this might have changed now so don't quite be on this but back a number of years ago it was probably a thousand extra hours the difference in education with my therapy and the diploma of remedial that might have that might have changed a little bit now Uh, so that was probably the biggest thing when it comes to the education but I think at the end of the day I think the stepping stones in my therapy you know remedial you know because it all starts from remedial I mean even physiotherapy started from remedial you know a long, long time ago so so I think that's very important we never forget that. And we have that really good base of remedial massage in the background because I suppose it sets the foundation so it gets these ready, yeah. you know, gets this ready up here and yeah. gets us ready to communicate with clients or patients depending on what term you prefer to use. So so I think it's really See, when... important. I think... Yeah. There no, you go. You go. No, keep... no,
0: keep going. Keep going. Talk. Keep talking. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah,
1: so I, 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 think it's a, I think it's a great sort of great adjunct, the the myotherapy and the remedial. So I definitely I think without without remedial, myotherapy may never have maybe eventuated. Maybe, maybe. Mm. Uh, so because it was from the two thousand hours of education and mm. myo just goes more into neural, neural stuff, you know, so okay. really comprehensive motor testing, sensory testing, uh, reflex testing, altered neurodynamic testing that they used to be called uh, neural tension testing now it's looking at more altered neurodynamics off those peripheral nerves and that's probably the biggest biggest difference uh, i couldn't honestly say is there more myofascial tension techniques I, I honestly couldn't say that i'm, I'm sure there's probably lots of fascia work done or remedial so um yeah so probably very similar yeah uh, so the other biggest difference here yeah, just the education and the neural stuff and some of maybe the yeah. assessments and Bringing in like slump testing and, and things like that, and, and very specific pathologies and conditions that you're you're treating.
0: Cool. So you went and did the additional myoskeletal. You'll have to tell me what it was.
1: That's right, musculoskeletal <laughs> management. That, that's that's <laughs> it. That's so, right, and so, you, so you
0: did that, and then, and so, how did how did that change your treatment style? Like what like what difference did that sort of make for you from a treatment perspective?
1: Sure, I think from a treatment perspective, not a huge amount, um, but from an assessment mm-hmm. and differential diagnoses perspective, quite significant. Uh, it really taught me a lot about the differential diagnoses because it really covered well. You know, you got a particular say client or patient with a shoulder pain. Well, it could be this, but then it could be fifteen different things, uh, and that's the same with other regions of the body. So that's probably the biggest thing, to be honest. Christie was uh, uh, more the DDs, the I learned lots when it comes to different diagnosis, which may be a much better therapist or clinician, because I was able to recognise other things maybe a bit faster mm. and a bit clearer uh, since something things yeah. have so much similar overlapping patterns. Um, probably taught me to ask my, maybe some different questions or more specific questions or break up that one answer to the question and break it up into subgroups to, to get straight more yeah. information. Uh, l- learn how to use like ultrasound and differential. Look, I never use them at all, uh, but we, we we learned how to use them as part of the course, but I didn't end up using them uh, in the day. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, get these and get these going, and get mm. all the needles happening. Uh, that's probably the biggest ah. thing. So treatment, not a huge difference, but definitely when it came to assessment and individual diagnoses, are uh, very valuable. And yeah, I'm very pleased I did that post grad. Uh, I think it was a yeah. quite a valuable course to do.
0: And then you said, so I know you've also now gone on to do another postgraduate education. Like, what's the what was the next thing you did after that one?
1: Right, so after that one, so that one was, what, 2003, I think it was. Wow. And that was about a year. So so, so up, till, up till now, I hadn't done any other extra formal education between that time frame, but, but done lots of short courses, you know, and always yeah, yeah. reading textbooks and reading journals, et cetera, et cetera. Um, mm. So this year, this year I started a postgraduate course in what's called um, MDT, uh, Mechanical Diagnostic Therapy. And that's based through the McKenzie Institute of Australia, and they've got institutes spread out all over the world. And it originated yeah. with a gentleman named Robin McKenzie, physiotherapist, born in New Zealand. Uh, I think he was born in 1943. You know, so oh, wow. uh, quite a while ago. Yeah. Mm. So, and so that so that's the M D T And what I was very excited when I found out I could apply for it because a long time ago it was only open to uh, physiotherapy, uh, and so I think five years ago, they, they opened it up to myotherapy, uh, I think chiro-osteo and exercise physiologist as well, yeah. uh, which, which is very exciting, and when I found that out, I applied straight away, and I'm very, very fortunate and lucky to be accepted, and and so yes, yeah, so I'm sort of going through that this year, and, and that's broken up into A, B, C, and D uh, components, yeah. and there's one more component to go. And then there's the big accreditation exam at the end of the year. But that's yeah, I know. Oh I know. It's a <laughs> big one like, too, eh? Like a, <laughs> oh, I know, I know. I, I shouldn't I should be worrying about it too much now because it's only like four months away, but this year's gone so fast it'll, it'll be here before we know it, won't it? So Exactly. But that's okay, yeah. just just gotta put the work so, in just gotta keep working hard.
0: What's the Mackenzie method all about? How does it how does it work? What's, what's the gimme the gimme
1: so, the low down? Give the rundown. Get a low down, all right, I'll um, yeah. I'll try and do as much justice as possible. So so the mechanical diagnostic therapy focuses on the spine and also focuses on the extremities, you know, as shoulders, uh, elbows, knees, etc. And so when I first became aware of it a long time ago, I, I was only aware of these spinal components. So now they're in the extremities. So what it's all about is a magnificent classification system to classify that patient either into, we'll just say a lower back complaint just to make it, easier and and just to give a a part of the body to give an example so lower back complaint now we know it could be quite a few different number of things um regardless of non-specific lower back pain etc so with the mckenzie classification system they break things into three three groups and they have a group called other so basically is it a spinal derangement which basically means a dyspathology
0: yeah
1: the most common terms we are probably used to is like a bulging disc but they'll use the word derangement um, is it a joint dysfunction? So there's something wrong with the joint itself. Uh, or is it postural syndrome? And now postural syndromes are quite rare. Now, this is when someone actually presents with you in pain in the clinic, et cetera. We all get pain through different postures because it's prolonged, isn't it? But usually we've got to be quite prolonged for a period of time. So, so the other classifications, but they also have a section called other. And if that client or patient don't fit into one of those three main mechanical categories derangement, dysfunction, postural syndrome, and they're classified in the other category. And the other category could be chronic pain, you know, inflammation, um, ankylosing spondylitis, uh, something like something like that. So that's like a, a sacroiliac joint pathology, you know, as in the other category. Uh,
0: yeah. So
1: it's a very, it's a very, it's a great classification screening system because. It leaves no stern unturned. So you investigate it really thoroughly and it's very thorough and mm. it's very safe because when you do treat someone with a particular movement, um, you, you go very slowly and minimal forces to start with. And then if we get a, a green light, green light means safe, continue, fantastic, you know. And then if we get something like a red light, stop, you know, stop, okay. re look at the, uh, the, how we assess to it, how we're moving, etc. So basically, to cut a long story short, say someone walks in and you, they've got a back pathology, you put them in, a, in the DISC category, so you've classified it as derangement, uh, let's say posterior derangement, they're usually the most common ones, and then we go, right, now we've got to find a movement called a direction preference to suit you, and what that means, we're going to find a movement that not only takes your distal pain away, mm. but also takes your proximal pain away and puts it all in the middle. And that's called centralization. Yeah. So okay. once that pain goes, you know, up the leg, you know, up, so it starts at the calf, then it's in the hammy, then it's in the butt, it's starting to centralise, centralising. Yeah. So it's starting to make its way back to the origin of the spine. And then once it gets into the spine, you can say, oh, it's centralised now, which is what we want. So you can safely say, Mr. Smith has got a direction preference of extension, repeated extension, lying and it's showing his distal pain is no longer distal it's now centralizing back into his back which is exactly what we're after which means the patient is fixing himself or herself so it really empowers the patient because yeah. it gives them the tools to fix themselves without relying on a clinician or a therapist you know time after time after time and it teaches that patient how that, how to actually move in a specific direction and, to, yeah, to really sort of fix their own pathology, which is fantastic. And, you know, so the power is given to the patient, mm. uh, which is fantastic. They advise the dosage of the exercise. And the great thing about it, we give one thing out at a time, one thing, and keep it really simple not to confuse the patient.
0: Yeah, and it yeah. Was
1: pretty amazing. They really are. And, and that's just one example, you know, from, from the lower back. So, yeah, yeah, it's a pretty amazing system. I, I've been pretty blown away by it uh, because it's very accurate. And uh, very safe, and you can just yeah, get some it sounds, rapid changes. Like...
0: Yeah, it sounds like it's it's pretty like it's a pretty cool technique. Mostly because I know people come in, and you're like you're seeing them consistently for the same stuff over and over again, and that becomes I mean it becomes frustrating from a clinical standpoint because you're looking at them and you're going like, I uh, I've I've tried all the things, and I don't know what else to, yeah, to have a no. go of. So and so is absolutely. this the technique. Yeah, absolutely. So is this the technique you wish you'd learnt five years ago? Like do you wish like you're like, oh, I want to go backwards in time and redo this and like have this in, in my pocket? So
1: I would have loved to have turned back time five years ago. Um I should just ring up and ask an <laughs> did to okay. Even think about that, did I? so uh, maybe I could just come so and sit would... in the
0: back. I won't be, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah, gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna take up any room. You I'll be, be, be really quiet. quiet. I'll just be like, I'll just sit back here, like vegan. Yeah. How did you find out about yeah, the Mackenzie not... method? Like, what's like? I mean, there's so many techniques now. Like, there's so, you know, there's so many different things out there that you can that you can try and do. And I think this is probably one of the biggest things for a lot of therapists, is just like professional development overwhelm almost, where you're just like presented with so many different things. So how did it become the one thing that you knew you wanted to do? Did you experience it yourself? Did you experience other clinicians using it and you saw the results or what was the, like where, like how did you find out about it?
1: Yeah, a bit of a combination. So, when I was uh, doing my advanced diploma in Mayo at RMIT, one we of our lecturers, yeah. T. Will Bocker, who was a physio, um, he, he gave me a journal article to read one day, and that was from um, a Ron McKenzie article, I think back based in 1980 or 1981. Uh, and I went, well, oh, this is quite interesting stuff, you know, it's quite interesting. And, and then I just learned uh, by listening to this gentleman a bit more, uh, I learned a bit more about it. I okay, this is quite interesting stuff, you know, it's quite different um, but very interesting, and then and then after just doing more reading, uh, and then spend a little bit of time with one of my supervisors learning how to do a couple of very basic, um, uh, repeated extensions in line. That if you do yoga, called the cobra, you know, or the upward dog, you know, the extension movements in line, uh, I thought, wow, this, this is really good, you know, geez, my back's feeling mm. lots better, it's not as stiff as it once was, you know, it's quite amazing, uh, so. I read a bit more about it, and then I started seeing um, patients who, some patients that had lumbar disc complaints, uh, very minor ones. And at this point of time, I was still very fresh, and I was only I was only aware of some very basic concepts, but I but I was aware of them. And so I thought, well, let's, let's try these movements on you. Okay, so you hurt yourself in flexion. Okay, we're going to extend you. We're going to lay you down, and we're going through some extensions. And the results were amazing, just really rapid changes for the better, mm. like very quick, like a patient would walk in limping and, and you know, be very stiff through her back and have very limited flexion extension, and they walk out having really good movement, pain-free. I went, wow, this is amazing. You know, so so I, I did more time in just doing some basic movements with, with McKenzie, and then, and then, this, then last year, uh, when I hurt my knee quite badly with my sport, uh, and I couldn't walk very well and I couldn't straighten it, couldn't bend it. And at this time I didn't know that McKenzie also did the extremities. You know, I was just thought of the spine and that was it. So I saw a a McKenzie credential therapist named Joe Lang, who I had the absolute pleasure and honor to working with now at the new premises. So I, I learned lots from him, which is really good. And I limped into the clinic room and you know I said, Okay hey, Joel, nice to meet you. And it was only a very quick appointment because uh, uh, the person who owned the place said joel do you have 10 minutes just to look at rob's knee so i gave him a real a bit of a brief history and remember, i walked in there with two bandages just so i could walk i walked out with no bandages a- a- and i walked out not limping and miracle. i went hang on what? yeah yeah what's going on here you know and no he's just happened?
0: a very yeah. naughty boy
1: <laughs> That's right. Life in Brian's great, isn't it? We love the life in Brian's. And I was blown away. You know, yeah. and it was it was myself just doing, making, pushing my knee into extension, relaxing, yep. pushing to extension. Yes, it hurt, but he said you'll be very safe. It's okay. And then discomfort got a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better, and I got more range. And, and like I said, you know, I walked out of there with no bandages and no limping, and I just went, wow. Well, you know, and he's taught me how to look after myself, so two weeks later I applied to do to the postgrad, so I just thought this is mind blowing it's just mind blowing so yeah so, yeah right. so, so yeah that's that's how it really got me into the the program um, so
0: how did you hurt yeah, your then, knee you said you cause, do you do because I'm pretty yeah. sure if I read in your profile that you do is it b j j that's right you're a know, Brazilian mixed martial arts. Yep,
1: that's thats. Yeah, a bit of a combination. So, nice. uh, as the BJJ sort of the the mixed martial arts sort of family or umbrella. Uh, so, yeah, who so were a you know like a, outcome, a unfortunately,
0: like a some I kind
1: of crazy <laughs> choke hold or something? Crazy, <laughs> I know. Crazy knee bar or some sort of heel hook that rips your leg off. Look, I wish I could say that, but I can't. Unfortunately, I was actually you know, doing a technique, you know, at training, and so. I, I felt this little. Oh, that didn't feel quite right, you know. Yeah. So. The original injury was done two years ago. And I thought, yeah. okay, it looks, sounds like it could be a little tagged tear of the meniscus and, you know, then I could manage it. And then oh, uh, a few months before I saw Joel, I had a good grapple session on the mat. Very stiff afterwards. Oh, I couldn't fully straighten it. Then, you know, a few weeks later, got back on the mat, went to get up and just collapsed and, you know, couldn't walk for a couple of days. And my knee was just stuck. I couldn't straighten yeah. it, couldn't bend it. Thought, oh, there's some good damage in there, very swollen. So, so my therapy hat said most probably a meniscal tear, positive with all the tests, etc. You know, so, so then I thought, well, I'll try everything. I, I tried everything I possibly could. and I thought, well, maybe surgery will have to be the go. I don't really want this. And then I started reading more about meniscal tears. Well, the the population, such a high amount, has meniscal tears anyway. So, really, is that the problem? Once I talked to Joel and he showed me what to do with my knee, I went, well, if it was a meniscal tear, it wouldn't be getting better this rapidly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Probably
1: wouldn't get better at all if that was the main problem. So that made me think a little bit outside the square. Um, mm. Yeah. So that's how I hurt the knee, and that's how I sort of avoided surgery. And I thought, well, if this one modality called the McKenzie can help me not get surgery, which means it can probably help hundreds and hundreds of people out there not to go down that road,
0: mm. then
1: I'm sold. Uh, and, yeah. Oh, I'm sold. So um, yeah, quite fascinating. That's
0: fantastic. Yeah. It's it's and it sounds as though I mean you've mentioned that you've moved like you've moved to a new clinic now and you're being mentored by um, Joel... Joel Lang. Yep.
1: Joel, Joel Lang.
0: Lang. Awesome. Uh, and uh, he's in McKinley. Joel Lang, who's a
1: very experienced... Yeah, he's a very experienced physio and he's also got the international deployment, which, the, which is the highest level possible. Um, and there's only 400 people in the world, uh, mm. approximately, that have that. And I think maybe 17 currently in Australia... Wow. So he's at a very, very high level. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that's very, pretty. That's pretty a pretty to... cool
0: place to kind of be hanging out.
1: It is pretty cool to hang out. A lot of fun too. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> have you seen yeah, any absolutely. really like interesting cases or anything that you're just like mind blown and you you would not have thought that these people were going to get better? Like any look? Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I saw. I saw like a. Sort of like a knee problem a couple of weeks ago, and yeah. And look, prior to my doing the, the MDT course, I would have probably gone okay, inflamed. Uh, history was post operative ACL um, surgery. Uh, I would have probably treated very differently, probably got needles in there and you know, move some tissue around. Had a positive um, meniscus tear test. Uh, one of the better, better tests to do these days is called, um, if I can pronounce the name right, the Feasley. It's, it's, it's by Mr. Feasley and it's called a functional medical test and it's loaded and it's, it's very accurate, which is quite good. So we did one of those tests and uh, it was positive for pain. I think it was a 4 out of 10. Uh, and I thought, oh, this would be interesting. Well, let's use these new skills. Let's use these new skills you know, and see if we can help it. You know, So we, we moved the joint to extensions and overpressure and got the client to do that who was only she was a 16-year-old girl and she was quite happy to do that. Her biggest appliance with a lot of pain during netball and days afterwards. After we only did about 30 repetitions, not not in a row, you know, do a set of 10 or 15 and then retest, etc. We redid the meniscus test, no pain. It was amazing. It was a positive meniscus test. Did the treatment, which were just extensions with overpressure to get the joint moving, because arrangements is basically like an obstruction in the joint, something's obstructing the joint. In the spine, we know it's the disc in the extremities. We're not not too sure what it is, but something's in the obstructing. It was amazing. Full range, no pain, uh, You know, no limping out of the clinic. Spoke to her on the phone a few days ago, how was Ned Ball? She goes, no pain playing, no pain the next day. So that was a great result. I, I just thought, what, geez, in one session? jeez, in half an hour? You know, that, that was interesting. Well, wow, okay, it was good. you like, hooray!
0: That was good. <laughs> <You're> like, <"Hooray!" laughs> that was wow.
1: good. Yes, that, that was that, that was a, a really awesome awesome to see. And another example would be a lady who came in two weeks ago. Her biggest complaint was um, running. She likes to run. Um, she had about a seven out of ten around the medial calcaneal tubercle. So we probably think it's plantar fasciitis, you know, uh, or some sort of uh, a plantar tendonopathy. Uh, but only brought on with running. Stops running, goes. You know. Um, yeah. So we assessed her and. Did a few things and sent her away and said um hadn't hadn't cleared her back yet, which I probably should have on day one. But but uh, And then I said, you've got to have a run next time before you see me. And she came back and had a run better. Not by much, but better. Mm -hmm. She says, right, would you be happy for me just to go through your lower back now and just do a full clearance, you know, because I I quite like to do that. Um, She had no problem at all. So we got her to run the treadmill for 10 minutes. It took 10 minutes to bring the pain on, but we had to get the pain. Uh, brought the pain on, rated it out of 10. I think it was a five. Got her laying down in the tummy to repeated extensions or cobras if you want to call it in the yoga term. Repeated movements, retested. Pain's still there, but no worse. Just needed more pressure. Did another technique where you put a bit more pressure on the area. Uh, yeah. um, that's very safe, though, just to try and shift that obstruction. Believe it or not, she, she hopped up after that. we are probably done about oh, 20 or 30 reps. No foot pain like zero. I said, that's fantastic. Jump up and down for me. No pain. Jump back on the treadmill for three minutes. No pain. So that was, that was mind blowing. Um, so that's just, yeah. So that's a couple of cases I've had recently. let go, well, this, this is a great system. It's safe and it works. And the good thing about the system, it just, it's so thorough. It's just really yeah, thorough, yeah. you know, and you allow three to five days before you, before you maybe come to that. Definite classification. So they had they had provisional classification first, mm. and then taught really proven and concrete. Yep. So good chance it is the derangement, and yeah, which which is really good. So yeah, that I thought that was quite. I was, that's really I was cool. Happy. She was very happy. So oh,
0: yeah,
1: that was of pretty course. cool.
0: Except no repeat business.
1: <laughs> well, that's the problem. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> that is the biggest problem, it. isn't it? So I know, oh, damn it, but they Oh, I know, oh, and off they go, never see them again, and. Um, but I suppose that you definitely get a percentage of patients who will get such a rapid change that you probably mm-hmm. won't even see them again. But then you'll get some that are definitely not as straightforward. And I've seen mm-hmm. a few of them, you know. So,
0: yeah.
1: um, look, straightforward. You go, we think we're in the right direction because the evidence tells us. It's all about the evidence. You know, your symptomatic response is different now. You've got better range of motion. So, that's good. So, we'll go with that now. But, we, but it's just a provisional classification for the diagnosis. We're still not 100% sure. You know, so we'll see you back in forty eight hours and review how you're going and and compare it to day one and, and, and go from there. Yeah.
0: It's really interesting. So have you like if there's anyone in the audience who's watching, um, if anyone's got any questions, feel free to jump on in and ask some questions of Rob now that you've heard a little bit about what he's been doing with Mackenzie. So if anyone's got any questions, feel free to pop them in the comments. I'd be super pumped to have those. But I'm going to ask you, because I have a feeling from our conversation we had on the Sunday evening at the, uh, the Hobart conference, that you might be a bit of a larrikin, Mr Rob Orr. <laughs> and that like some of our other lovable massage larrikins, like Mr Stuart Hines, you might have some funny massage stories to tell us. So, got any funny stories that you want to, you know, divulge? Tales from the table, just, I think what Stuart and I were going to call it.
1: <laughs> Tales from the table, I like Tales that. From the table. I like that. I'm just trying to think. I'm sure I've got a few. It's, you know, sometimes when you, when you just get put on the just get put in that limelight to to tell a story. So, I can't think of anything offhand, but I'm sure it should come to me before we do finish the interview. <laughs> I'm just wrecking a brain right now. Mm. Right now. So, well um, let's
0: talk about let's talk about why you're we'll let that tick away in the background for a second, but let's talk about okay. who you no would worries. like to get a massage from. Let's talk about that. Who who are the people who are who you're seeing now who you'd really who you're like, I really want to get a treatment from that person.
1: Yeah, good 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 point. Very good point. Mm. Absolutely. Look, I know my good old mate Stuart Hines. I've never actually had a proper uh, treatment from a Stuart before, so I oh. think I'd love to get a treatment from Stuart because we all know how, how good he is. He's just, uh, brilliant at what he does, uh, absolutely brilliant. Um, look, so I, I have had a treatment, but it wasn't ever official treatment. It's when we used to co-teach together at VU, an mm-hmm. assessment and treatment. Uh, so he used to use me as the body just to do certain treatments so on. But, you know, I, I always enjoyed his treatments. Yep, hands-on, hands-on yeah. treatments, loved it, you know, loved the fashion work, the trigger point work, and is very oh. good at what he does. I'm sure he drove to the trigger points very hard sometimes, just to go, take that, Rob. <laughs> 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 but, um, but, uh, but speaking of funny stories, we had, we, had a, we had a few just to, just working together at VU, like we had lots of laughs during the classes, um, lots of jokes, you know, and serious when you had to be, but you know, but good old jokes to start with, and especially when he's driving he's throwing to a trigger point of a gas truck going, oh, right, so we're going to hold it there. Then he starts talking to the students. I'm starting to sweat. Oh, come on, mate. You've got to <laughs> let go of that point. Hey? I'm dying here. You're killing me. Oh, sorry I'm about that, What about you on the table? <laughs> yeah, sweating bullets. So that was always fun because we always had a good laugh. and <laughs> So that was always uh, a good, fun time So uh, with Miss Jude. Is. Awesome. Yeah, it's good. So, so have like you have a different love of proper treatment from us too. It'd be great. Oh, I
0: think I'd great love proper sure. treatment from anybody right now, to
1: be really honest. <laughs> <sighs> I've had a treatment for ages and we just don't look after ourselves properly these days. We're so busy looking after everyone
0: else. Exactly. It is, it becomes, it's gotten to that point where I'm like, I actually woke up the other morning, I was like, I can't feel my hand properly. I don't know what I've done. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I like, feel like I've got a weird zombie hand, like... Ugh i like, oh, <laughs> yeah. maybe I should Could go see so. somebody. <laughs> like, oh. So I feel like the plumber with leaky taps. I've never got, I've never, I'm never quite in the right position at the right times. I'm always a little bit off. So. Bit off centre. <laughs> so who are your current mentors? Like who are you or who, who, who would you like to be mentored by? That's a good question. There we go.
1: Yeah. Very good question. So I, uh... Well, I suppose it's been tricky for the last sort of six years since I've sort of worked sort of autonomously quite a lot. um, Just where I was based, I probably didn't have a lot of options for mentors, which I think I definitely have missed. So I think this year, you know, uh, working now at Absolute Health and Performance, where I can see anyone now, not just people that work for the company, uh, Mm. when I was working somewhere else for a while, that's been great to open up those doors again. So, look, to be honest with you, one of my mentors at the moment, um, who's someone i am learning lots from, is, is Joel Lang. Uh, from Absolute and he's been great Joel's the McKenzie creative therapist and so he's been a great mentor sort of just learning lots from him and he's he's so generous with his knowledge Mm. he's so enthusiastic that he's very happy to teach and and just to pass knowledge on So, so that's lovely um Actually, working with another soft tissue therapist uh, named James, and this is pretty embarrassing. I don't even don't even, can't recall his last name, unfortunately. But but he's got a wealth of experience. I know terrible. I can't remember his last name. It's terrible. I'm terrible with names. Um, James. Like can't remember my last name. James. <laughs> Short. Bond. James Bond. No no no. Just Jay. joking. Double O Seven. <laughs>
0: So you know, uh, just now,
1: but,
0: and
1: now you'll never remember his name because you'll just always think of him and be like, Bond. Damn it, no. I know. Oh. I know, I know. <laughs> Which James Bond? Sean? Roger? Oh, no, it's just mm. too confusing, too confusing. <laughs> but um, look, I actually wouldn't mind getting a treatment from James because he's a very experienced soft tissue therapist, um, really cool. into the anatomy trains, really into the anatomy yeah. trains, and, and he's actually doing an anatomy train course at the moment. Um, so it's been a good chance of him too, learning learning from James too. So I'd love to get a treatment from James actually. Um. Tried to, get, tried to get a little trip from tonight actually, but uh, he was just too busy. So I <laughs> so I couldn't. You know, the old scalings and nerves are playing up, He couldn't just get in there for me. But uh but he was very happy too, but he was just too busy. Um so
0: it's always yeah, the way though. Passion. Isn't like that's it's always the way. Like you're always like Yeah. I'm a I'm so I'm so notorious last minute booker. Like I'll ring up people, I'll be like, Anything today? No? <laughs> uh. Quick, like, oh no! And then I just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Basically, all those kinds of things. So
1: I think once um, you get so once you get the routine, it's all good, isn't it? Like like working with Josh Davies at RMIT. He's he's a brilliant my therapist. Incredible hands-on skills. You know, so I've learnt lots from him. So I I definitely just want to say that because I have learnt lots from him and getting treatments from him, fantastic. You know, so it's not that I've been treated all year. But at one stage, he was treating me a couple of times a week with a neck complaint. Mm-hmm. Just great job, yeah, very, very skillful guy.
0: Awesome. So we're going to wind it up here. Good old Paula. Okay. No hey questions Paula. coming in. No. Hey, Paula, how are you? So it's very, it's very. Everyone's very quiet. It's all quiet on the Western yeah, Front. Nobody's. Do me my
1: my therapy questions? Yeah, but um, well, I still do heaps of. Hands on and fascia work, and joint needling, and cupping. Cups are great. We love the cups. We love the cups. You know, so everyone's all, all about the Fire cups. Through.
0: Everyone's like, I'm. I'm... <laughs> what about the cups? <laughs> it, like, it just, it's just like suddenly, it's. I don't know. Maybe it's like that. It's there's that. Um, you know, when you have that thing where you can't, like, you see it and you can't unsee it. So you're like, you like. Oh, oh, I'm going to buy a new Nissan X-Trail and then all you see when you drive around Nissan X-Trails. And I was like, hmm, I might look at cupping. And then suddenly, like everywhere, it's like cupping, 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 cupping. I'm like, <laughs> I've never noticed it so much before in my life. And suddenly I feel like it's just everywhere in my face. But I've, I've heard nothing but really good things. So, so hey, Sonia, oh, Hello. Thanks. Hey,
1: Sonia, how are you? Long time no see. So, um, yeah, the cups are great. We have a policy when we teach our students at RMIT. Um, if you can't pick up the fascia, you cup it. You know, can't pick it up, you cup it. Okay. Uh, you know, so, so, so it works really well with that fascia. It's a good um, rule of thumb. Hey, before we go... I, I, okay. Sure. Yeah, give these give these a rest. Hey, Geez, they get smashed, don't they? Your fingers get rattled, that's all. I couldn't um, mm. sort of just mention where I'm located now. Could I to, to the audience? Yeah, absolutely. Of,
0: oh, if people want lovely. to come in and, and check out and try the Mackenzie method, because I know if I was in Melbourne, I would want to come and try it out because I'm a bit of a treatment. I love, look, and I but I'd try to book in last minute so it wouldn't work. But <laughs> I'd never get in but absolutely I would I really want to I really want people to know where they can get in contact with you if they want to find out more about McKenzie if they want to come and get a treatment if they want to come and, like I don't know if you're doing some mentoring or anything for people like for other therapists at the moment if you've got something going on like that so please oh hey Neil someone's late entrance I'm not sure oh what's the future so Neil's asked, so, "What's your opinion of the future of Mayo with the loss of government funding at the advanced diploma level?" Oh, ding, ding! Let's weigh ding, in ding. on. Let's weigh in on
1: that. Hey, Neil! Nice to hear from you, mate. Long time, long time over here. Thanks for the political question, mate. <laughs> My cool politics. Uh, look, I suppose, but like, all I can, all I can really probably is say, and don't want to assume anything, but. It is a shame to see the the funding go. And look, just with what happened recently with the funding being dismissed, you know, there have been students down when it comes to student numbers for myotherapy. So that that is a shame. Uh, Look, I'm hoping it doesn't have that massive dramatic effect, but it's a hard question to ask, mate. Do I think it may impact for future myotherapy students? I think so. I think now since, you know, if you're paying full fees, which was about $10,000 a year or... Something like that. Education is very expensive, isn't it? Um, that mm. I definitely think it will just a lot of people will just won't be able to afford it. Just won't be able to. Uh, so, look, I, I can. I, I hate to say it, but it may be a negative impact. Um, look, I hope, I hope I'm completely wrong. But I think mm. if you cut funding on a lot of things, then the, the numbers will always go down at the end of the day, won't they? And um, why, why funding was cut? Look, really, it's no idea. You know, completely outside that political scene. And to be honest, I don't really want to be into the political scene. And, <laughs> Uh, I just want to help patients get better <laughs> uh, and teach them how to get better. But a uh, good question, Neil. Um, that's probably the best I could answer that, mate. So, so yeah, I mean, probably I would imagine, I so probably
0: yeah, I think it's one of those things where, I mean, just I know when I did my diploma, like I paid, I paid to do it. I paid a college to go and, and do... And education. There was no such thing as fee help or funding or any of this kind of stuff. And I wonder if it would, well, hopefully part of it will breed more dedicated therapists because you don't have those people who are coming through and doing something just because they can get the funding to do it. So true, true, yes. hopefully like I'm trying like I'm trying to kind of be positive and think and, and Paula's just said here that she believes that advanced diploma will still get a five thousand dollars like five thousand dollars of funding. Oh, which great, I mean that's perfect. that would be great. But again, we're not like we're not here to comment on what people will or may not get for funding in that sense. But yeah, hopefully I mean hopefully it just breeds a, a slightly more dedicated to the cause, kind of therapist, maybe, you know, if you've got to pay for it, if you've got skin in the game, you're much more dedicated, much more likely to finish, like you've got all those sorts of things. So,
1: yeah. I reckon you're spot on. I reckon you probably answered the question way better than I answered it. Um, you're <laughs> spot on. You pay for it out of your own pocket. And you put a hundred percent commitment in, won't you? Because it's come out of your own pocket, um, exactly. so you only have yourself to disappoint. Whether if someone funds it for you, well, different story. So I, I agree with that a hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. And I, um, I have a
0: feeling that's part of the reason. I mean, again, I have a feeling that's part of the reason why the funding was so like the whole system was kind of flawed from the get-go. But enough about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, so just, just just going back to your question about mentoring and things like that. So, um, but I'm very happy to be a mentor to other clinicians. Uh, I'm very happy to. Uh, not a problem awesome. at all. It doesn't have to it doesn't have to be anything. it could be a, a specific topic, a general topic, whatever suits. Really, just if you're having certain trouble with things, that's no problem at all. Uh, I'm very happy to do that. Like still to this day, I still do a study group every week with experienced clinicians. Uh, you know, because we, we never stop learning. Uh, and we need to keep on learning. That's the key, you need to keep on learning. So, I'm very happy to do that. And if anyone did want to do that, they could always just give me an email. Um, if Perfect. you go onto the site, Pivot, yep, cool. So, the email is easy, it's just nice and easy. And so, first of all, you could get all my details from where I'm working now, which is called um, Absolute Health and Performance. Yep. They're based one one nine nine 199 William Street in the CBD. Perfect. So that's very close. It's sort of yep. very, uh, very close to the corner of William Street and Little Burke. Uh, are very okay. close to that, so easy to find. So if you go into yep. the website, it's a really easy to website to direct, and you can go into clinician profiles and view myself or view anyone there, of course. And then you should have my email details. But look, if you want to give me an email for any questions, I'll I can read the email out to you now if you like. I'll, I'll just oh, put the glasses on. I'll... Okay. I'll
0: pop it in the comments. I'll pop it into the comments, and um, no problem. And I will pop it so that if somebody wants to get in contact with you, and I'll pop, I'll also pop a link to the website, like where you're working and stuff. Oh, now. great! So, Excellent. awesome. That's well, awesome, thanks.
1: eh? You got the got the skills. I've got no idea about IT stuff. I'm hopeless. I, I, you know, Rob, did you turn the computer on? Oh, yeah, right. That old mm. trick again.
0: Yes, it definitely makes it much more complicated. But we got we got you on this. Is this the first time that you've done a live Facebook live video? It
1: is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the first time ever I've sort of been social media much. So like, thanks, thanks. This is going good with your fantastic instructions. So I was going, what do I do here? What do I do
0: here? <laughs> <was> <laughs> I feel really happy now because I I have. Uh, your cherry on the live stream, and Stuart's <laughs> on the live stream. I'm like owning. I'm owning it. This is really, really. You're good onto it, mate. You're onto it. I am. Onto I'm doing, it, my, best. Lovely. I'm doing Thank my best.
1: Love Well, at least we finally got to
0: catch up. that's great. We did. I'm like, um, and we'll absolutely next time. I'm in Melbourne, or if you're coming up to Brisbane, Vegas, you let me know. We'll catch up. We will have
1: a brew. Sounds good.
0: I'll take you Sounds to my good. local brewery.
1: Ooh, nice. I don't like mind a cold a, beer.
0: So it's, uh, yeah, it's just down the road from my house. It's perfect. And you can go down there on a Friday night. It's excellent. Anyway, so Sounds guys, good. if you've got any additional questions for Rob, um, once, once this live stream goes, goes off, uh, if you've got any additional questions or anything you want to talk to about, Rob, um, pop them down here in the comments and Rob will get a notification in his Facebook and he'll be able to hopefully see a question and answer it. Um, I will also pop the email like Rob's email and where he's working now. So if you guys want to connect with Rob on Facebook or if you want to connect with him anywhere, um, thank you so much to everyone for joining us tonight on the live stream. It's been really fun having everybody here. Would have loved some more questions, but everybody was a little bit quiet. Hmm, sound face. <laughs> um, join me again. We'll we'll be back again in two weeks' time. I don't even know what the date for that is, but I'm assuming it's sometime in August. So I'll be back again. We'll have another expert. We're going to run a poll in the group to see who's coming on next. Um, so if you've got any ideas of who you'd like to see, um, come on the live stream feel free to hit me up on the private message or pop a comment in the group and we'll do a poll in there. And thanks very much again to Rob for joining us tonight.
1: Oh, my pleasure. Thanks very much for having me and um, thanks, everyone. And uh, I just saw uh, Pauline go, thank you for taking Rob out of the 19th century. You're yeah, <laughs> spot on, Paula. You did right.
0: <laughs> thanks,
1: Dave. Cheers, buddy. <laughs>
0: awesome. hey, thanks
1: very much. which has been a pleasure and uh, I look forward to our next encounter sometime.
0: Thanks for tuning into this episode of Rob the Wrong Way. I really hope you guys enjoyed it and got some value out of uh, the episode. So as I said in the show notes, you should just be able to tap your album art and uh, go into the show notes of of the podcast and be able to find out all about Rob Orr and where he's hanging out down in Melbourne and get in contact with him. Um, So hope you guys enjoyed the show and I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Thanks for listening to Rub the Wrong Way. We'd love to connect with you at our website, www.rubtherightway.com, where you can download your free copy of The Hustle Method, Six Steps to a Kick-Ass Massage Biz, or on Facebook, Rub the Wrong Way Podcast, or on Twitter, at RubbedWrong. If you've made it this far into the podcast today, uh, I'd really like to extend you an invitation uh, to come and check out my new project that I'm working on. It's called Misfit Massage and you can head over to misfitmassage.com and you can find out all about it. Awesome. See you guys over there.